to That Handicapping Show. I'm Claire Novak, joined once again by Tom Lamara, and today we are going to take a look at the $500,000 Ohio Derby, a mile and a sixteenth at Thistledown for the three-year-olds, kind of kicking off the Summer Derby Series. And Tom, this race actually drew up very well. We know they lost their grade, but it looks like they might have a chance to get it back, and the boosted purse has definitely attracted some good three-year-olds. Yeah, uh, we had a field of nine that was entered here, and uh, what's interesting about it is there are three horses that last ran in the Kentucky Derby, three horses that last ran in the Preakness, and a horse that last out won the Illinois Derby. So this is a, a, a very competitive bunch. Mm -hmm. um, you'll notice the morning line uh, is pretty close on some horses. Um, I'm not so sure that the morning line favorite Whiskey Ticket will be the favorite because there are horses here that were actually well respected when they ran in the Kentucky Derby. Mm -hmm. They didn't necessarily run that well, but maybe they had a couple excuses, uh, including racing against an eventual Triple Crown winner. <laughs> but a really uh, solid group here, and I think if you're fortunate enough to get the right horse or two in here, I think the payoff might be pretty well. All right, well, Whiskey Ticket is that Bob Baffert trainee who has only run twice in his career, which already, as you and I were discussing, kind of raises some red flags to me. You know, what kind of issues has this horse had that in the summer of his three-year-old campaign, he's making only his third career start versus a horse like Mr. Z, who Dwayne Lucas keeps throwing at the wall and seeing if something will stick. So And we'll do so again here. And we'll do so again here. So for Whiskey Ticket, uh, you know, his Illinois Derby win was very determined, very game, coming right off that maiden score first out. Uh, he did win the Illinois Derby by a nose. Um... I'm, like you said, I'm not sure he's going to actually be the favorite at post time. I would tend to look more towards a horse like Far Right or, you know, potentially Divining Rod, maybe to be the one yeah, that people are looking at. Yeah, you know, it, it's pretty tough, too, because you have horses in here that have shown really good early speed. Not all the time, but they have the ability to show really good early speed. Mm -hmm. Whiskey Ticket is one of them. 30 Pieces of Silver, who is the only horse that that is actually stabled at Thistledown near Cleveland and has some nice works. Claimed for 25,000 two starts ago. Mm -hmm. His trainer has eight wins and 15 starts at the meet. You know, uh, not a horse that I would cross out real fast in this race. Um, and then a few horses toward the outside. Mr. Z, of course, he can go if asked, <laughs> as we know. He actually has some pretty good uh, speed figures from earlier right. on in his career where he was running and a few Quite others. Well. Uh, there's also some horses that, that really do exceptionally well from off the pace. You mentioned Far Right. Mm -hmm. War Story, 6-1 to one on the morning line, um, owned by Luch Racing, which of course has a stable at Thistledown. And Tom Amos uh, has only shipped in seven horses so far, and he's won five times at the meet. Mm -hmm. uh, very interesting horse, certainly one that I would use. And uh, I don't think it'll be 6-1. to one with maybe that local money flowing through the windows. but <laughs> Luch does back up his runners, that's for sure, Ron so. Pellucci there. Uh, so with a horse like Tencent Jewel, what do you do with that? Because this is a runner I pick who... him on top. Oh, well, there you go. He's a runner who ran second in the Wood Memorial to Frosted yeah. and was very impressive and then just didn't get his Kentucky Derby run, but he's been training for George Weaver's. He has, um, you know, and he's blinkers off. He, he raced with blinkers his, his last three starts. However, um, 
He only won once. It was a New York bred maiden special weight mm -hmm. at Aqueduct earlier this year, and that was without blinkers. Um, you know, he's run well with and without. I really like the horse's uh, work pattern. Um, he had a really nice breeze uh, recently at Belmont, mm -hmm. and uh, he's just been working really well. He worked on the turf once at Belmont, and I know George Weaver had been talking about this race, I think, as a race to to bring him back off of his 35-length defeat in the Kentucky Derby, but I think as we've seen, we're, we really shouldn't pay too much attention on how far back horses finished in the Kentucky Derby. Right. Well, all of these had the uh, you know sad right. distinction of finishing right. quite far and, back and not that well. And he's also a horse that that I think has the right running style. He he, he can be a little bit close or fairly close early, and mm -hmm. I do think that he has a good closing kick. Um, his race against Frosted in the uh, wood was great. Frosted, Very of course, good. came back to run second in the Belmont mm -hmm. to American Pharaoh. Eight to one morning line, I like that. Again, this is one of those horses that may really attract a lot of action, but the way this track plays, which is very fair, and the Ohio trainers who I've spoken to for the past 15 years have always said the surface is very kind to horses and it plays fair. Well, and speaking of a horse who ran behind American Pharaoh, I'm going to take a serious look at Far Right because I do believe the Kentucky Derby, which was his worst career effort, uh, is not a sign of poor quality in any way, shape, or form. I like the way that this horse was closing in the Arkansas Derby to get up for second, and of course you had Mr. Z third in that race. This is a horse who won the Southwest Stakes, and that was his highest uh, speed figure in his career when he did that. And I think that um, as far as this scenario is concerned, you know, he's been training at Churchill steadily, uh, and Ron McCat really does think that, uh, that this is a better horse than his Kentucky Derby effort mm -hmm. showed. But I like seeing some of these horses who ran poorly in the Derby decided to sit out the next leg and get some, you know, R&R &R under their belts and maybe come back with, for a strong second half of the year. So he's one I'll look at for sure. We haven't really talked about Divining Rod, the Coolmore Lexington winner, and he ran third in the Preakness um, behind American Pharaoh and Tale of Verb. So he's another one that you kind of have to think about. Uh, what do you think about him? He's kind of hard to figure. He's you like, cap it. That's good. Hello, this Michael race, Hi, <laughs> This race is, is extremely well matched. There is no standout here. If there is one, somebody is more than welcome to tell me, either call me or email me. Or I can't post find in the it. comments section. Right. Like I do. can't find it. Um, he, yes, he absolutely fits. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what to make of the Preakness. He mm -hmm. flattened out a little bit in the stretch. But then again, everybody else did too, except for Taylor Verve, who was not in this race. All right, well, let's talk about how we're going to bet this because I, right. I am. this is what I would do. I would take Far Right, Whiskey Ticket, Tencent, Jure, and Mr. Z and mix them up somehow. All right, I would put Tencent on top. And because of the wide-open nature of this race, look at what the odds are. There may be value in just playing this horse on top with all. Uh, war Story, Blinkers back on. He raced one time without Blinkers. It was the Kentucky Derby. Um, you know, we've seen this horse have a nice closing kick. I, I don't see why he wouldn't run well, so I'm going to put him in there too. And I think um, Whiskey Ticket, I'm going to wait to see what the odds are. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like Tencendur and War Story the most in this nine horse field. All right. Well, you're heading to Thistle. Yes. Yeah. Tom will be on the ground, yep. so follow him on Twitter at BH underscore T. Lamara. 
for photos, tweets, etc. And we'll have coverage for you this weekend on bloodhorse.com. As always, we want to say thank you to Equibase for the PPs, and thank you for watching that handicapping show. Thank <laughs> you.